Happy Wednesday. Welcome into Locked On Golden Gophers. I'm Nate Dickinson, your host. Every single weekday, when we give you everything you need to know, going on with the Minnesota Gophers. And it's a big day as the Big Ten tournament gets underway in Minnesota men's and women's basketball, both in action. The men's team getting their tournament started against Northwestern later tonight. The women will face off against Nebraska. We'll have those matchup times for you later on, right here on Locked On Golden Gophers in just a minute. Coming up later on on the show today, we're going to talk about the Big Ten tournament with who better to talk to it than Big Ten Ben Stevens. He's, of course, the host of Locked On at Big Ten, which you can, of course, hear every single weekday like you do the Gopher podcast here. And he will be with us to talk about everything going on with not only just the Gophers, but also everybody else in the Big Ten, too. Can the Big Ten get two one seeds on that top line? Can they have the top four out of eight teams in this tournament? We'll talk to Ben about all of that in just a minute, right here on Locked On Golden Gophers. But before we get into Big Ten tournament talk, we got to talk about what's going on around Minnesota right now, as we do every single day, updating you on what's the latest on campus. Let's get you into our Gopher news now. There were Big Ten awards handed out yesterday for the basketball teams. Marcus Carr was the second team All-Big Ten, according to the media. He was put on the third team All-Big Ten team in the coaches' vote. He was first team All-Big Ten, according to the AP. And then Gabe Kalsher, the only other name mentioned from Minnesota in the Big Ten honors, he was the team's Sportsmanship Award nominee. Luca Garza was the Big Ten Player of the Year. In other news around Minnesota, men's golf finished up 16th out of 16 teams at the Spartan Collegiate. Angus Flanagan led the Gophers. He finished 30th as an individual. Also in sports today, women's basketball, as we mentioned, faces off against Nebraska. That's at 10 a.m. today. It'll be on Big Ten Network. And then later on, Minnesota is on the hardwood, facing off against Northwestern in the first round of its Big Ten tournament play. That game starts at 5.30, and again, can be seen on Big Ten Network. Those are local Minnesota times, by the way. Well, before we get to Big Ten, Ben, I wanted to talk a little bit about some of those Big Ten honors. We mentioned Marcus Carr, second team All-Big Ten according to the media, third team All-Big Ten on the coaches, getting the love from the AP with the first team vote there. But when you look at some of the stats from Carr, it's kind of a head-scratcher why this guy wasn't on the first team. When you look at the stats from him, and I tweeted this yesterday, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Gophers to stay up to date on everything that happens in between shows being posted here actually on the podcast feed. But I tweeted this one out yesterday. Marcus Carr's season for the Gophers, he averaged 19.6 points per game. That's good for third in the Big Ten. He's 4.9 assists per game, third in the Big Ten. His 35.7 minutes per game, tops in the Big Ten. 81.5% free throw shooting is fourth in the Big Ten. His 56 three-point field goals are fourth in the Big Ten, and his 35 steals, fourth in the Big Ten as well. He had the seventh most points produced by anybody in the NCAA. And despite all of that, Marcus Carr is not able to get himself on to the first team All-Big Ten team. On either the media or the coaches' votes. I don't know, and we'll ask Big Ten Ben about it too, because this all came out right before we talked to him. And he'll give you his explanation, but if you ask me, Marcus Carr got punished for what his team did down the stretch. And Ben says that too. But I don't know if it's fair. 
The Big Ten's competitive. There's all sorts of really good players there, but if I'm Marcus Carr, I might be feeling a little slighted right now because despite everything that happened to my team, injuries, just a downfall and people getting banged up in a way where he was asked to do it all by himself and did everything he could. Marcus Carr, I wouldn't be surprised if he's feeling like today he isn't getting the rewards of that effort that he put in, at least not from the Big Ten, not yet. Maybe it lights a fire on him. Hopefully it does, because Minnesota could certainly use it. We'll be right back with Big Ten Ben in just a moment, right here on Locked On Golden Gophers. But first, Manscaped is your place to go to make sure that your baskets and balls are kept well. With the best tools in the job, we're talking about our sponsors from Manscaped, the global leaders in male grooming from head to toe. When the clock winds down in March, be clutch and avoid the upset with the Manscaped Performance Package to keep all your hair and holes tamed. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the Manscaped movement and start taking care of your balls today with 20% off and free shipping by going to manscaped.com and using the code LOCKEDONNCAA. That's LOCKEDONNCAA for our exclusive offer. Again, that's Manscaped helping you make sure that you're keeping your basket and balls clean during the basketball season. Our show today is also brought to you by Built Bar. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. But now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It's Built Bar Madness. Every day, we're giving you an opportunity to vote on your favorite flavor of Built Bars and at the end of the month, we'll have decided... Which one comes out on top? Today's matchups, and we've got two for you here during the first week. German chocolate versus salted caramel, and also mocha love going up against white chocolate birthday cake. Again, they've got all sorts of flavors over at Built Bar. So head on over to the website, BuiltBar.com. Make your vote, and also make an order too, as again, they've got a flavor that you'll enjoy with all the variety that they have over there. You can get 20% off your next order by using our code LOCKEDON20. Again, the code LOCKEDON20 for 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And while you're over there, go ahead and vote in the Built Bar Madness bracket. Figure out which Built Bar is best by the end of the month. We'll be back with Big Ten Ben in just a minute right here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Nate Dickinson with Locked On. Welcome back to the Locked On Golden Gophers podcast. Nate Dickinson with you here. We're going to be with Big Ten Ben talking about the Big Ten tournament, which starts up today in just a moment. But first, you know that we've got you covered with everything you need to know about the Gophers. But what about the rest of sports? Now the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Now let's head into my conversation with Big Ten Ben. Ben Stevens joins the program today on Locked On Golden Gophers as the Big Ten tournament starts up in Indianapolis. We'll talk about the Gophers and everything going on with the Big Ten and the NCAA tournament in the final week before Selection Sunday. It's the biggest week of the college basketball season so far, of course, and we're talking about it with Big Ten Ben here on Locked On Golden Gophers. 
Back again on Locked On Golden Gophers. Big Ten tourney time, which means we're talking to Big Ten Ben of the Locked On Big Ten podcast. He's the expert on everything going on around the conference. And, of course, we got to pick his brain on what's going to happen this week around the conference and the tournament in Indy. Ben, thanks for coming on, and we appreciate you every time joining us. How have you been, and how are you feeling going into this big week, which might be the biggest week of the year so far for you? Yeah, very, very excited for it. It was a, a very hectic Big Ten football season, which was enjoyable, and I thought it might slow down in basketball, but no, we are right in it. This is March. I'm very excited right now. Gets all started today with the first four games, or first two games with the first four teams in it. So very excited to get this thing rolling. And Minnesota in that first set of games that'll play here today. Let's talk about the Gophers route here. Minnesota has Northwestern to start off. After that, if they beat Northwestern, it could be a route for Minnesota of playing games against teams that they've beaten the entire way. Ohio State, Purdue, either Michigan or Michigan State, and then at the end, possibly Iowa. Now, that's very hopeful thinking for a Gopher fan that's trying to find something to hang a hat on. But as you at least look at the start here, Northwestern and then maybe even Ohio State tomorrow, can the Gophers start to build some momentum here? Do you feel like the matchups are there for Minnesota to try to start to make a run into the weekend? Well, it's very interesting, right? Because Minnesota coming into the Big Ten tournament, having lost seven straight to end out the regular season, Northwestern on the other side of that coin has ended the regular season on a three-game winning streak. The Cats started off Big Ten play, a perfect 3-0, and vaulted into the top 25, and now they end the year after losing 13 straight, winning three straight to end off the regular season. So Northwestern might be the hottest team in the Big Ten right now, not named Illinois. That could be in the state of Illinois. So an interesting matchup for Minnesota. It really depends on the health, in my opinion, and you know better than I if Liam Robbins is able to be healthy and out on the floor in this opening round matchup and they're able to build on some of that the talent for Minnesota is obviously in a more favorable position than it is for Northwestern but I think we need to wait to see exactly what rotation will be in play in Indianapolis on this opening game against Northwestern because if the health can continue in this stretch of the Big Ten tournament Minnesota definitely has the talent to make a little bit of a run here but for me the biggest question is the health we don't think Gabe Kalsher will be back for any of this postseason play Liam Robbins is a big question mark as well we saw some of the sparks in the pieces of the supporting cast around Marcus Carr who struggled on Saturday in that overtime loss to Rutgers but Brandon Johnson was good Jamal Mashburn Jr. has been fantastic down this stretch if they can get some production from Trey Williams they have the talent in place to possibly put together a run if they get hot at the right time but it seems that they're cold at the wrong time right now for Richard Patino's crew so it's going to be a very interesting matchup can they build some momentum against Northwestern who's coming into this Big Ten tournament feeling pretty good about the style of play they have going right now yeah you mentioned those three wins the Wildcats have to end the season one of those against Minnesota as well too so not a good thing for the Gophers to go into that game on thinking about that recent loss too Ben you talked about the injuries with this team Liam Robbins we don't know about Gabe Kalsher likely not going to be in any part of this tournament is there any sort of hope for Gopher fans to have that Minnesota can get past anything more than Northwestern without Gabe Kalsher there because while Liam Robbins may play it's been the defense that has struggled the most down the stretch and Gabe Kalsher is the team's best defensive player so people have made that connection and I feel like the thought is right now at least around everybody here on campus without Kalsher this team doesn't really have a legitimate shot to get back into things. 
Yeah, that's my worry with them as well right now. And Marcus Carr has faded off a little bit from the prolific start he had to the Big Ten season. Still a second-team All-Big Ten guy or third-team All-Big Ten guy, depending on if you're looking at the media voting or the coaches voting. And he's had a really great year for this Golden Gophers team. But without Gabe Kalsher, who is their best on-ball defender, we have seen lapses in that Minnesota defense right now. And if you even get past Northwestern, who's streaking at the right time, you take on an Ohio State team that, sure, has lost four straight to end off the regular season. But I'm still not over overly concerned about where they are. They still are, in my mind, a Sweet 16 contender as we look ahead to the big dance in Purdue, who outside of Northwestern and Illinois, like I mentioned, might actually be the hottest team in the Big Ten. Winners of five straight to end out the regular season. And the supporting staff around Trevion Williams, the young freshmen have come on so strong. The other pieces like Eric Hunter Jr., Sasha Stefanovic, Wheeler they have in there as well, have been playing a really good brand of basketball for Matt Painter and company. So I think even if Minnesota is able to now pull off the upset over Northwestern in this opening game, I don't see them going much further than that because I think they would face an Ohio State team that is really needing this game in their opening round matchup to build some momentum now that they lost towards the end of that regular season. I actually think it's a blessing in disguise for Chris Holtman and the Buckeyes to not have that fourth and final double buy and to get some early action to get their feet wet and hopefully back into the win column. So even if Minnesota is the team the Buckeyes face on Thursday, I don't think that's a great thing for Minnesota in hopes of winning that game because I think Ohio State is still one of the best top 10, 15 teams in all of the country. Minnesota can win three, four games in the Big Ten without winning this whole tournament still. Is there anything the Gophers can do outside of winning the whole thing that you think, say, all the other bubble teams do everything that would benefit Minnesota most? Can the Gophers get any sort of sniff of an at-large bid? If they were to do that, yeah, if they were going to win three games, then maybe because that would come with some very quality wins in both the Thursday game against most likely Ohio State and then that Friday quarterfinal game as well. It's always a benefit when you play in the Big Ten Conference, especially in a postseason tournament like this one in conference to get some quality wins. They are on your horizon. It's just hard for me to think right now that Minnesota is able to pull that off. And I know it's a hypothetical. And if they get hot at the right time, then yeah, but I think they would have to reach the Big Ten tournament final to be in the conversation of making it into the bubble with not the automatic qualifying win of winning the entire Big Ten Conference Championship. I don't see that happening for Minnesota. I don't even know if I see them getting past Northwestern. No offense, Golden Gophers fans, but just the brand of basketball I've seen out of Minnesota here down the stretch has been disappointing from where they were earlier on in the year. But if for some reason they turn things around and turn around quickly and win two, possibly three games in the Big Ten tournament, yeah, they would be a part of the bubble conversation. I'm not sure it would be enough because, again, the committee would still look at the fact that Minnesota winless on the road this year. And yes, this is a neutral court matchup in Indianapolis. And maybe they deem that a little bit more attractive than the games they have won at home. But I still think that would be a bugaboo against Minnesota's resume compared to some of the other bubble teams. A lot would have to work in their favor with some of those other bubble teams as well to be weak on the bubble, to allow Minnesota to be part of that conversation, having reached the big 10 semifinals or the big 10 tournament final, a very long shot for Minnesota to have any hope of even sniffing the bubble conversation on selection. Sunday and if the Gophers are going to get there that far they might as well just win the whole thing right it's it's pretty simple we'll be right back to finish up our conversation and our episode today with Locked On's Big Ten Ben Stevens but first bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action bet online covers everything from just sports of course to award shows tv shows and reality tv too They have real-time updated odds on anything you can imagine. Head over to the website right now, that's betonline.ag, and sign up 
also to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit as well when you use the promo code locked on. That's right, use the code locked on and they'll give you free money. It's locked on at betonline.ag for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Get yourself some free money to play with over at Bet Online. That's Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. We'll be right back again to end things with Big Ten Ben Stevens here on the Locked On Golden Gophers podcast on a Wednesday. Nate Dickinson with Locked On. Nate Dickinson back with you here on the Locked On Golden Gophers podcast. We're finishing up with Big Ten Ben Stevens in just a minute here on the show on a Wednesday. Before that, though, Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley, even Minnesota's very own Jalen Suggs. How much do you really know about these potential NBA stars of tomorrow? If you want to know more, you need to subscribe to the Locked On NBA Draft Podcast. Prospect scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Subscribe today and follow Locked On NBA Draft. Well, we're finishing up our episode today as the Big Ten Tournament starts talking to Big Ten Ben Stevens. Of course, as always, you need to go subscribe to the Locked On Big Ten Podcast. Not the first time I'll say it today. Maybe not the last time you'll hear it either. I'm trying to remember if we mention it again before the end of our conversation here. But go and give his show a listen if you haven't already. He does a great job. And of course, listen in now as we talk to Ben about everything going on with the Big Ten in, of course, the biggest week of the year for everyone in college basketball. Uh, All right, Ben, I want to get off Minnesota and talk about other Big Ten stuff in just a second. But first, we are taping right after Big Ten teams came out, all Big Ten teams. And you did tweet out that you weren't all that upset with any of it. And let me be the first to say to your face, how dare you not be outraged with Marcus Carr being left off both the first team, all Big Ten teams. I would argue he's just as valuable to the Gophers as anybody else in the Big Ten is to their teams. But he ends up instead on a second team and a third team in the voting. What do you make out of where he ended up landing as the only gopher that appears on any Big Ten squads? Yeah, I think it's more indicative of how Minnesota ended the season overall as a team. And Marcus Carr, although he had some good games, even in this seven-game losing stretch, faded a little bit himself from where he was earlier on in the Big Ten campaign. And I think that was reflected in what the both media and coaches felt about where he placed in these tournament teams it's very interesting to see a lot of those first team all big 10 teams very big man front court heavy only one guard on both of them and Iota Sumu from Illinois who was a unanimous selection on both of the first teams in the big 10 conference so I can't say I was overly shocked I also just don't really take a lot of stock into the postseason teams I don't think it's that big of a deal I know that fan bases love to hype it up and it's a great accolade for their players to have but I don't think it's that crazy of a deal overall when we get these selections of the postseason awards. So that's why I wasn't really too miffed by anything that I saw. I'm not going to just yell on Twitter for yelling's sake. So I think Marcus Carr, the reason he dropped down off the first team or even the second team, depending on where you're looking with the coaches or the media, is because of the struggles that Minnesota had down the stretch. And as valuable as he is to the Gophers team, I think they probably highlighted some of the other players on the teams in the Big Ten that are top 10 in the country and have better shots of going deep in March. You should try the yelling on Twitter thing. It helps sometimes. Uh, as we wrap up with Big Ten, Ben, and again, listen into the Locked On Big Ten podcast. It's every weekday, just like we do things here over at the Golden Gophers. Let's talk about everything going on with this tournament and what it means for the NCAA tournament. 
Big Ten best conference in the country right now. Not any sort of news there. Can this team get the two one seeds that it's had a lock on, whether it be Illinois, Ohio State, Michigan throughout the season? Could this conference get four of the top eight seeds in the NCAA tournament? Can this be something that goes down as, as far as just rankings go, everyone will have their opinion, the best conference that has ever been? Best conference that has ever been is a little bit tough. The 2004 ACC, at least when you look at the Ken Palm metrics, has a pretty substantial lead on where the Big Ten stands even now. The second best conference ever? Absolutely. In terms of the number one line and the number one seeds for the NCAA tournament, I would say right now, unless something drastically changes over this conference tournament week outside of the Big Ten, that both Michigan and Illinois have the metrics to be on that one seed line pretty much irregardless of what happens in this Big Ten tournament. I would also argue that they will get four of the top eight seeds because I think Ohio State, with a win over whoever they play in Thursday's round, will probably be in line for that number two seed, and it depends on what they do in their result against Purdue. But I would think that Ohio State, with a couple of wins here in the Big Ten tournament, will be squarely on that two line for the NCAA tournament as well. And I don't think Iowa budges much. They have some room to move up if they can get to the Big Ten tournament final or even win the whole darn thing. Then maybe they have contention for the number one seed. But without Joe Wieskamp, or at least we think without Joe Wieskamp for this conference tournament, I don't think they have too much wiggle room, which is a good thing in terms of not moving down to the number three line in the NCAA tournament. So I think there's a really good chance when all is said and done come Selection Sunday after the the Big Ten tournament that both Michigan and Illinois remain on that number one seeded line and that both Ohio State and Iowa will be two seeds in the big dance, especially Iowa. I think they can be a two seed for sure. Ohio State battling, teetering on that line, but I think with two wins in the Big Ten tournament would seal the deal and wrap that up for the Buckeyes. Well, we don't know what's going to happen, but we know it's going to be a whole lot of fun, and my money's on it being the best quality of college basketball of the week. Big Ten tournament this week. Hopefully Minnesota's able to stick around for a good part of it. And Big Ten, Ben, of course, will be covering it all over at Locked On Big Ten. Thanks again for everything, Ben, joining us here today and always. We'll, of course, keep in touch. Thanks, Nate. I appreciate it.